Welcome back to Sweet, the ladies' guide to bro culture. Uh, my name is Gina Bloom, and this is the podcast where I bring on some of my favorite funny ladies who have not experienced different facets of bro culture and let them experience them for the first time, along with uh, another comedian friend of mine that knows that piece of art very well. And today we're doing things a little differently. Today, instead of talking about a Patrick Swayze movie or talking about a uh, Rocky sequel, we're going to talk about a different kind of bro. And this is the the art music bro, the pitchfork bro. Uh, specifically, we're going to be talking about Neutral Milk Hotel and their uh, one big record in the airplane over the sea, re- recorded and released in 1998. Uh, it was not a big hit. And it was never really meant to be a big hit. I think they pressed like 7,000 copies, according to what I read. It made pretty good reviews on upon release. Nothing, uh, too, nothing too astounding. I think Spin said it was unselling travelogue torn between melancholy and glee. And that uh, Pitchfork said it was just as catchy as it is frightening. It did not garner universal uh, appeal, though. Robert Criscow from The Village Voice, the so-called dean of music criticism... Said it was neither, and that was his entire review. Just the word neither. <laughs> he would, he would later reappraise it, saying, "Convinced it convinced alt diehards that maturity can be just maturity can be just as weird growing up uh, as it is in childhood." Uh, ben Ratliff from Rolling Stone said it was strained and effectless, and it, he called it thin-blooded wool-gathering stuff. It's a very interesting uh, way to describe it. By 2007, it had acquired cult status and was number four in the greatest uh, rock albums of all time, according to Pitchfork, the, the broiest of all music publications. So that's what we're talking about today. And we have t- two of my absolute, absolute very favorite funny ladies here to talk about today. Uh, first off, our newly introduced, inexperienced, neutral milk hoteler. Here she is. Melissa Diaz. Yeah. Hey. Yo, what's up? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, joining us is our expert on Neutral Milk Hotel and, and a, a music fan in general, from what I understand, the lovely and talented Catherine Henson. I am so excited. I this. am so I excited. Am, I got to relive you. my childhood. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. All right. So you guys, um, <laughs> I... I had, I love these two. I love the fact that this is going. This is going to basically be a conversation between Catherine and Melissa. Um, you guys were just talking about your bowel movements. I'm, I, I was wondering yeah. if we could get through the whole podcast yeah. without doing it. Speaking of bowel movements, Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh uh, my God, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Are you? I, no, okay. I get it. You said it was your childhood, so I get it. Like it's it's fine. There's like a lot of albums that I look back at now, but it's a good album. Okay. You know what's funny? Because, wait, aren't we... Now, correct me if I'm wrong. We're discussing another album, too, right? We are also discussing, uh, a little bit later, going to be discussing, in comparison, uh, The Miseducation of Mm -hmm. Lauryn Hill by Lauryn Hill. Yeah, and that's that for me. That's that for me. That's your child. You know what I'm saying? Because I I listened... Yeah, I re-listened to both. Um, You know, I've heard... uh, Everybody's heard that thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Um, absolutely. Right, but I feel like each album... I think they came out the same year. They both they both seem to experiment with like different sounds. Like I, I feel like the Lauren Hill album was like hip hop, but then you heard like reggae. Like there was a lot going on. While well, I feel the same way about Neutral Milk Hotel, yeah. you you did not like it. 
<laughs> well, you filled in a case against me for. What I'm trying to say is, look, Lauren, look, the miseducation of Lauren Hill, I feel, right? And that Neutral Milk Hotel album, they both make sense within the context of the neighborhood you grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I don't have the context for that Neutral Milk Hotel. Maybe, like, as an adult, I do. Now I've met people that you know would be into that you know yeah it's like yeah you have yeah well because it, it just felt like like i know that that dude you know or those yeah. dudes and yeah, i feel like do. but like i feel like you grew up with those dudes well and I, I mean i, I grew didn't. up with cooler dudes but uh, cooler dudes but those dudes were you know i never seen people like that right. nobody i knew ever made music you know, lauren when the miseducation of lauren hill came out like that was like my neighborhood that was like the bronx in the 90s you know yeah. and everybody was wearing you know these like midriff t-shirts with lips on them and walking around with pacifiers in their mouths Yo, for I would fashion. do that right now. And that's that when like, sick. that's when that baby hairs sound, yeah. first started to make an appearance and everybody had like mad gel in their hair and like baggy girls wore baggy pants with men's underwear peeking out of it. I'm loving Big this. Big ass I, I love shirts, this. I lo you know, and then the absolutely. little shirt. You know this what I'm saying? going to be my summer look. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, you fit in in the Bronx, but like, because they've never left the 90s. But it's like, that made sense in that time, right? Everybody, and that was, it was a, like, the miseducation of Lauren Hill, that was like proto-hotep culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the I actually don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> like, you know, because she was getting yeah. into like Rastafarian Christianity, okay. right? She's like, whatever. Uh, Ziggy Marley, the Marley family was kind of influencing her her music. And uh, that that was kind of just starting, you know, that like American uh, Afrocentric culture, you know, like North American Afrocentric culture called kind of hotep culture the guys that walk around with the big medallions and the dashikis yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they look yeah. real stern and militant yeah yeah oh yeah yeah nice all right um that god this is such a fun episode already <laughs> i was actually a little worried that this would we be too stuffy <laughs> no not not at all all right but let's get a little bit back on topic we're gonna we're, we are gonna talk about lauren hill in in just a little bit but let's yeah. melissa you you did not grow up in the neutral milk hotel that's what i'm trying to say yes, you know what i'm saying absolutely so, not but i listen back to that album now and i'm like ugh, lauren hill right but this neutral milk hotel i could see where like it's the same dudes that did that remake of where the wild things are right it's the same oh dudes oh, that made i'm offended right now. <laughs> it's the same dudes that <laughs> I made actually thought the same like thing. that 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 really dumb movie the swiss army man you know it's the same it's those dudes you know those i know what they're dudes. you know what they are they're they they think sensitivity is just being emotionally constipated. You know what I'm saying? And it sounds like the album sounds like they're constipated. You know, they're like, yeah, yeah. and then they just think that there's depth in just random word association. You know, I, I I'm with you with the lyrics, and that yeah. that's the thing. Like, if you were a teenage boy in the alternative music scene and you didn't listen to this album, you missed out on part of your childhood. Like, that's a fact. And um, but. Like so, listening back and then as an adult, I'm sitting here and I'm like, Ugh. but um, the album, you know, was a loose concept album. I guess like, yeah, she yeah, just rolled loose. her eyes at me. Don't you <laughs> I write the album? Okay, a loose concept <laughs> album about Anne Frank. Loose is an understatement. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> about Anne Frank, right? <laughs> and like, so I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, this is a this is a reach, huh? Like, so as an adult, you know. But like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, you know, this is so deep. And but ultimately, the music itself, I have not heard another album that has created this type of sound. Like, I know where you're like, if you were to listen to other, uh, you know, indie rock. I guess labeled albums. It, that sound is out there. 
but the instruments and the instrumentation and how it is and, all presented and that's in, what's special about and, this and album. not in 1998 like definitely not in decemberists and shins and all those bands kind of sound sort of like this came after that mm-hmm. i think so it was like highly influential is what yeah. i'm saying like and so like it's a good record for music i mean it's it's a really great piece of music like yeah. just to cry and i know you you hate it everything about your face <laughs> i hate your face right now <laughs> um, i didn't hate everything about it but it's just it what just did felt- you like okay nothing you didn't like oh. anything was, <laughs> was there, was was like, there a okay, song okay. you liked did you even did you like holland 1945 i'm not a i'm not exactly a fan of this record but that's like the single that is, and it's a great song mm, which one was it one I, listened, of my I listened songs. to it like straight through on youtube so oh, i don't know well, the tracks individually once all right <laughs> yeah. well, then, no, never again <laughs> that's actually a good uh segue we're gonna play a little sample of holland 1945 by neutral milk hotel That song. Tell us your it's thoughts fine. on that one. Well, look, it's okay. fine. <laughs> like they're they're musicians, right? They got uh, some level of um, skill, right? Whatever, it's catchy. And, well, it's just all right. You listen to, listen to the whole song. You know, every and every other song on that on that album is is similar, right? It's just it's just random word connections, you know, and they just have Kinda these long about, strings of sentences. Yeah, every single song sounds like. And then she went and had some deep dark bells in her balls. And then she <laughs> went and then they slept and buried alive in 1930. That's significant. And then that's significant. A year that is one year a long time ago. And then you know it's just like and then and then and it's just like. I will that's agree. That's the song. That, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> that's every song. It's. I mean, because the lyrics, I like. I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is a little convoluted, isn't it? You know, yeah. like as an as an adult, and, and I'm definitely more deep and dark than I was when I was 16. <laughs> now, yeah. you know, I've seen some shit, but um, but I mean, so I'm I'm with you. Like, I was listening to it, and I was like, I can't totally take this as seriously as I once <laughs> did. But like that, I think is like a great pop song. I mean, it's yeah, just absolutely. like I love the song. It's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I've listened to no. it more times. I should ever admit, you know. Um, I can see the appeal for a sixteen-year-old because sixteen-year-olds, you know, they're so their their emotions are so high octane. Mm-hmm. You know, they're firing on all cylinders. So you can put two random words together. You know, buried alive in Spain, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah, I hate my dad. You know, and it's like, <laughs> all right. Did you but, ever? Sorry. No, no, but but you know, like yeah, as as uh, once you kind of get past it, as an adult, you look back and it's like th- this 
this is <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> you know, when he, there's like this backstory with him where I guess he had he read uh, the diary of Anne Frank and then had these dreams and then wrote this album and he was deeply affected. And then after he wrote this album, he just he did a tour and then disappeared. And then, yeah, then he for went years, away. like a decade. <laughs> and people were like, "What happened?" Because I mean, it was a great record when it came out. Did anybody read in this room the perks of being a wallflower? Oh no. I saw the I've movie, did not read the book. Well, so the book, I feel like this album, that book is the equivalent of this album. Because if yeah. it's like, yeah, I th- and there's it. like a poem in it that's really deep, that's about suicide, and, and it's just like all these emotions, and he listens to the Smiths a lot, and like... This is that that this is that album. I mean, you can this, you can yeah. hear it in there. You can hear where it it starts off. It sounds like sounds like they're biting off violent femmes for a minute, and then it sounds like a sped up Arcade Fire after that. So you can hear you can hear the musicality like with the influences and and then how it influenced people. I, the the lyrics are gobbledygook. They're yeah, gobbledygook. That's putting it nicely. The, yeah. the freestyle that that you just busted, Melissa, I think would get like would get like an A in pitchfork. I think that <laughs> I think oh, I think that would I think that would, would would chart high with them. Yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, the, it's it just seems like it's people writing lyrics who who just have this really self-indulgent view on creativity. You know, they just think that just spewing anything is going is going to make a, you know, a hot track. They, they just think that there's not there's nothing that goes into it, they're they're peop- they're just shitting all over creativity. Basically, they are shit. You know, spewing <laughs> forth shit. You know, and they just wow. and playing in it and going like, "This isn't this interesting?" And it, look, smell it. Right? And everybody. I like, was worried eh. that that your that your reaction was going to be like, "Eh," but this is way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Sixteen-year-old me is going to leave you some <laughs> <laughs> well-chosen <laughs> words on your Instagram account <laughs> later. On, on your live. I'm going to find your MySpace. Oh fuck! As long live as none of those well-chosen words or anything from that album. <laughs> it's going to be just lyrics. <laughs> um, Catherine, tell us about um, when you first found this record. Like you're I'm try- the, the, the young did- Catherine. I mean, I just know when I found it, I listened to it, and I was like, "This is it," you know. But I was, um, I was like a <laughs> a mod kid hanging out with a bunch of punk rockers when I found. So this, this kind of splits the difference, then. Right. This was because I was like evolving, you know, yeah. into my. <laughs> you know, most evolved form that you see here today. <laughs> Your um, self-actualized woman yeah. of the world that you are now. <laughs> right. <laughs> this monster that I am. <laughs> and hey, you're doing pretty well. Uh-huh. You're doing pretty well. Thanks. I'm, well, um, <laughs> Got a leather t-shirt on. Come yeah, on, man. It is, it is real leather. Thank you. Hell yeah. But I, I know I just remember. I almost bought that shirt, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, I love it. I love it, too. It's, um. Yeah. Does, does it breathe though? That was that was my no, concern. It's okay. <laughs> There's no breathing here. Uh, I wish I wasn't breathing. Um and th- that says a lot about this record. Uh, I wish I wasn't breathing. Um I I was I was just I was exploring music. I mean, I there's some people that I feel like get really stuck and when I found this, I just w- I had never heard anything like it. I felt very, very emotional when I heard it, you know, like understood, like this gobbledygook. You feel understood mm-hmm. with things that don't make sense. You're like, yeah, that's right. Nothing makes sense. Yeah, because when you're 16, you don't make sense. Yeah. You're figuring it out, you know? But I mean, it I, it definitely evolved my taste level to another point, you know? I mean, I was then, I started listening to more like indie rock and kind of getting out yeah. of like the punk rock <clears throat> thing. And, you know, I, so like what year, what year or so did you find this? How, so if I was, to, oh, I didn't. 
do I want to tell everybody how old I am? Um, uh, just do it. I look, I look 22. You, um, <laughs> we all look very young in this room. Yeah. None of us are. <laughs> but I want to say I was around 16, and I was talking to actually my friend today about this. He said he got into it when he was older, and he was just like, yeah, it's like a great record that doesn't make any sense. But it's the musicianship. I mean, when you listen to it, it kind of um, reminds me a little bit, I guess, of like, I not nearly as good, but like Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys and like putting together pet sounds. There's just a lot of instruments yeah. that it takes yeah. a, gr- a great skill to write the uh, songs with like that many types of instruments and, and influences. And thing happened with Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Right, and that's there's what I noticed when I listened to that. I was like, it sounds like there's a whole bunch, of, <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of fucking, <laughs> <a> bunch of, <laughs> I'm, I, just a bunch of I weird am, shit. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's instruments, they got a guitar and a drum kit. <laughs> no, but I mean like the, the type of sounds that you can s- hear the influence of that are being put together to yeah. create this sound, that's what I admire about it still. And you're like, it I sounds like everybody's out, but it doesn't, like you, I could listen to fucking there were other people who were on this record label like apples in stereo i found that shit very boring i would like i tried to listen to it and was like "Eh," you know and that i'm like that's more that's musical gobbledygook this was like i like like oh calmly it's an eight minute track which you probably were sitting there like oh my god i hate it's the eight minute one well it's the eight minute one (laughs) we'll play that like eight minutes to be honest he sang that and whether you like a singing or not or whatever he did that in one take and it's fucking crazy and i mean it and it's a a deep sad song you know for the deepest saddest child inside of you deepest saddest (laughs) deepest 15 year old you know as deep as (laughs) get out of my room (laughs) (laughs) but i guess what i was asking Catherine though is did you find the album after it didn't get after it had gotten its cult status or oh. when it was like something very underground. Well, okay, so I ni- in 1998, I was not a teenager. So it was a few, it was years after that. So I guess it hadn't yet totally evolved because yeah. I think there's still like question of oh. whether or not um, he was going to come back or, you know, if he was going to tour or make another record, you know, they, it was kind of, I think that was brewing, you know, and they were like, yeah. where is this guy, Jeff, you know, Mangum and why, why is he, you know, not making music when I'm also scared as I'm getting older, my taste level is going down. Is that, I mean, it, I know that kind of does not sound cause considering I was listening to this record when I was a kid and I still maintain this is the neutral milk hotel record is a fantastic record. I give it, I mean, I think I, you know, it's wonderful whether I don't look at me like that. <laughs> what? I could see and, it growing on me. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. I see it you know, if I ever listen to it again, <laughs> which is an, an, an absolute no, <laughs> which I won't. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what I was just saying. I I your taste level. drank a lot yesterday. Your taste levels going down. Oh yeah, like I like James. Uh, so James Mattern, uh, he's a comedian. He uh, used to be a rock and roll critic. Yeah. So we talk about music all the time, and he got me to like My Chemical Romance's Helena, and I hate that band, and I and they make me angry. But again, they're talented musicians. I can hear that, but. So that's what I mean. That was a, when they were out. I was like, this is trash, and now I'm like. No, nah, I think okay. your taste levels go up when you get older. But but I'm like I I think, I'm, I, I think I think you become more discerning because yeah. like as much as I want to really like Ariana Grande, I can't quite get into it. And like right. every every comedian under like 29 years old is like Why do we want to like Ariana Grande? Because it's like I feel like well, she's I, top of the charts right she's now. She's top you know? of the charts so, and, and like, everybody's it, listening to it. And the, the people Yeah, I the get ma- that. The mass <laughs> the masses 
have horrible taste. Mm. Do you trust anyone <laughs> in your life? No, I don't trust the masses no. to, to define what's good. <laughs> the only time that worked was with the Beatles. That's it. Yeah. And then ever since, it's like any chart-topping person mm. is usually making trash. Fight well, me. they're making pop music. Not, not at all. I agree. All right, we're not gonna, I can't get into it. We're not going to fight right now. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's just pop music, though. You know, It's easy to hate pop music because it's just it's ubiquitous, right? They shove it in your face until you like but it. But it's designed to be catchy. It's designed and, to be catchy. And yeah. I think that, to get back on topic, I think both of these records that we're talking about today, you know, that we're fixing on today anyway, they have a lot of catchy songs. I'm gonna, we're going to switch over to... Uh, Lauren Hill right now for a little bit. Um, a lot of catchy songs on that. Uh, but I, I had kind of the same reaction that I have with Neutral Milk Hotel. I think there's like five good songs. Exactly. Yeah. And I then agree. they take up maybe 25 minutes and then the rest of it is just like the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but those five good songs are really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. She scored those five songs like pretty much helped her coast for like the next decade well she never it, released know? another proper record yeah that's why well, she that's just went crazy well, after yeah that. she <laughs> just started wandering around brooklyn <laughs> like a psycho just saying random religious right. crazy just shit to random people. religious just crazy go to, like, shit yeah just you know uh like handball courts you know yeah have you accepted jesus and it, you know you're just like what the fuck is that maybe lauren she, hill right now what the hell's going on maybe she had to listen to that record too many times because i'd go fucking crazy too see <laughs> i <laughs> yeah I like okay this this is hard to admit so I put it on Spotify and I let it play and you know and then of course I know a couple of the songs I'm like yeah here's the banger and then I at some point it switched over to Solange and I didn't know it's <laughs> well for one thing this, this, You're like, I'm liking so, this, now. this thing is an hour and 15 minutes long for one thing it's yeah. way too long for any kind of like I think that's yeah. when they got that they got that the, the teacher in the middle. Yeah, because this whole album, you know, it, it's like that's Lauren Hill. That's kind of she. She just decided that this album was going to be some kind of super deep, yeah. you know, hood wisdom kind of thing. And it's like, and I think that's just part of it being in nineteen in, in like ninety eight. Like every yeah. hip hop or like soul record had like a bunch of skits on it that like do not age well. Yeah, like, and it's all uncomfortable crap. You know, there's like some teacher talking to some kids about love you know in this yeah. really yeah. cringy way you know yeah. and just like what about what about lo you love what about you love you want to love me <laughs> i mean i'm just kidding i'd be a pedophile anyway yeah, what are you guys <laughs> talking about you know and it was just like <laughs> yeah it like, kind of ruins the end of, of that thing right <laughs> because she tried to put her politics too much into it that's what happens when you do that you know it doesn't work when i feel it's similar to the record we were just talking about where you're just like oh this is very we're really laying this on thick aren't we like ooh, i now i know what you're all about which is like i literally have no idea because it's so convoluted yeah, i cannot exactly. believe how perfectly i cast this episode i got when you told me to go into music are you trying to get me to quit comedy yeah <laughs> i don't need competition fuck fuck you bitch no, I, <laughs> we, I love now i just made now i just reeled that <laughs> right Catherine back around friends. to me huh? <laughs> <laughs> actually as actually, usual Catherine <laughs> no. can't quit because she books both of us too much oh, so yeah, we, we can't yeah, don't quit, Catherine. i don't want to be a producer well everybody has to be a producer <laughs> everybody, everybody has to do it where's my about? dad <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but i mean you can marry comedy and music somehow melissa tell me about when when you first heard Lauren Hill's record about how it affected you. It's sort of the, the inverse of what we were talking about with Catherine about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> well, I mean, I was pretty young when it came out. So I was kind of looking at all the older girls around me in the Bronx yeah. and just trying to 
like wishing I could emulate them, like wishing I was old enough to have boobs, basically. And right. like, you know, where oh, yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. You know, hey, hey, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> now you can wear one of those shirts. We got shirts with little lips on it. I will. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'm tubes. wearing all of the 15 year old slut wear that Do I can it. find. Hell Fuck yeah. 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 Oh my God. If I find any, I'll, let, I'll let, Please uh, show let you in know. case you want. I also right. yeah. want to be a slut this year. Absolutely. Oh, nice. <laughs> Capricorn I decided I'd slut wear makeup year. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, no, I want to look like I'm a slut. I don't want to be a slut. I want to look like a, a slut. Yeah, being, okay. a, being a slut too time consuming. It really yeah. is. It really it's is. a full time job. It is. Yeah, but looking like one, good. you got to get a Google calendar. Yeah, I have a Google calendar. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has a Google yeah, calendar, but you have to make a specific one yeah, for you. Gotta, you got to use it. Oh, yeah, you have to uh, use yeah. your what color? Color coded. You know. Yeah. Oh, I brown for brown to beige. You know, brown to <laughs> brown beige. To beige. <laughs> what <laughs> about the albinos? <laughs> yeah, you know, some weekends. One white dick. That'd be like a good Sunday. Sunday purity. You know, white Glowing albino. White. Yeah. <laughs> albino. Yeah. Cock. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Sunday albino cock. <laughs> for church. Only on you Sundays. Know? It goes good with your Sunday best church outfit. But I yeah. do like a Sunday albino cock. I, I hey. do. I agree. Come on, why not? I, <laughs> Damn. Hell that's yeah. like the name of that's the name of a record somewhere. <laughs> that's a name. That's the that's the name of the art rock band that we're going to form. <laughs> yeah. Sunday, Sunday albino, albino, albino cock. We're going to we're going to merge the sensibilities of Neutral Milk Hotel and Lauren Hill. <laughs> and it's just Melissa and I arguing, and then you yeah. hit a gong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Me and Catherine arguing about it uh, over a music track. And there I'll you go. be like. I have a podcast. <laughs> you, guys? You, you plug your podcast periodically. Yeah, I have. This I have. A, I have a topic for this show, but no, this is fine. Um, but yeah, with Lauren Hill, it was uh, interesting because I was so young that there were certain lyrics I didn't even understand yet. Because uh, there's that song, you know, uh, guys, you know, you better, you know, guys. Yeah, yeah, the big that one. thing. Yeah, Watch that thing. Out. You know, th- yeah, because <laughs> that thing is supposed to mean your pussy, right? That thi- that thing. I used to think it was. Uh, I th- I used to think the lyrics were, uh, some guys, you know, they're only about. Did you know Melissa that, can sing? Wait, listen. I'm so sorry. That think, that think, that think. I used to think it was think. <laughs> so my whole like childhood, I was like, what do guys think? Yeah, what you do know? They I think? didn't know the rest of it. <laughs> I used but to just think they stopped the sentence midway for artistic. But, you know? <laughs> but oddly, <laughs> you, you, choice. she can sing. You're very I, I get very excited when she sings. Yeah. Because yeah. nice. I like I watch The Voice in American Idol, which I know doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. With my personality. But so True. I would love to hear you sing. Oh, well, yeah. I've been thinking about because I made one like comedy song one time and. I remember that about shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look yeah why don't Why don't you quit comedy? Yeah, and go to music. We huh? should all no, quit I was comedy. Going to get music. I was. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I was. No. I joined that band purely for the alcohol and the touring. You know, just to kind of. I needed something to get out of my shell, and this was like a nice group of people uh, who toured together. You know, touring with a band is a lot better than touring as a comic. Oh yeah. Because we imagine, were, yeah. and this was like a big because it was a Caribbean band. You know, you know all the instruments we got. You know, we got yeah. gourds, we got mangoes, we got all kinds of shit. You got, you got the whole Lauren Hill. We take it all. Yeah, yeah, and ensemble. we got Lauren Hill. We take her along with us. Yeah. There, was, there was like fifteen of us at one point in this <laughs> band. In a suitcase. Yeah. yeah. She just pops. <laughs> she just pops yeah. She, like, she, she, Jesus. I, I'm pretty sure she's popping out of suitcases right now yeah. at this point Seriously. somewhere, just for fun. All right. Well, this is why I wanted to talk. This is why I I wanted to talk about both of these records because both came out in 98 and 98 both by artists that never had a, a major release again at all um 
but their artistic reputations are com very different right now. Like Lauren Hill, the, the reputation of the record is is pretty sterling, but as a, as an artist and as a person, she's not really well regarded. Yeah. Well, she just needs, you she, know, like like to be just completely right, just straightforward. She yeah. just she needed help, you know, and I yeah. think she got it at this point, I which think is she great. Got it, but like yeah. even up even up until like 2017, she's she made some like really like shitty transphobic things in like a yeah. in like a song because she's didn't a, she go to jail she yeah she yeah, did she's tax a, evasion. she Ugh. she she's with the the marley family you know they they yeah. are that's a conservative christian religion yeah yeah people absolutely. forget that you know yeah, they're just they think it's all about smoking yeah. weed no actually a lot of Rastafarians don't smoke weed you know because uh the christian values right it's against a, like you should be sober oh interesting so you know they're not liberal when it comes to you know uh, yeah. homosexuality uh, or just anything, yeah, I think that I think that like people kind of like forget that these artists are like are people, yeah, that have that may not agree with you because like you know like Lauren Hill like we wanted her to be this this person that shared our values, mm -hmm. but she wasn't she didn't necessarily become that she or, or ever was that she was. I think we do that a lot. We project yeah. on celebrities a lot, and then, and then when they let you down, it's like. You you weren't even really listening to begin with, you know. Yeah, you're, and you're I just and pointed in yourself. And I not like, even in I this read the reviews, and they're like they're getting the re the reviews of the time were like, I like everything about this record, but all the talk about Jesus. Yeah, and it like started. Multi multiple reviewers said that, and like, you, but that's kind of like the whole point. Yeah, you got to accept that person for who they are. Yeah, right. If you're gonna consume their their product, you can't just mold them into what you want. You can't just take away little parts of them just to just because it's convenient even that hit song right like guys just want that thing yeah. you know that's a very old school way to look at um male female uh sexual relationships you know it's like very it's true. that old school like you got to stay pure and it thing, was if yeah, you listen it, to the lyrics yeah and, it, and like they she wrote us a doo-wop song so it couldn't be any <laughs> more <song>. old school <laughs> than that it's yeah. a great song though it is a great song it is i i'm i actually prefer everything is everything off of that one that's my yeah it's a great song as my like one commercial banger, I I'm I I obviously have no like depth because I always pick like the most popular song as my favorite song. Like, <laughs> but there's a reason it's the most popular song. I guess I guess. I, I used mean, to yeah. Uh, yeah 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 go for yeah, it go for well, it. I do think there are hits that are good. Like I yeah. like I think Lady Gaga Bad Romance great song. Absolutely. Yeah. You know so yeah. I I know I said earlier the masses. I still maintain that. No, you were defending your album. I get it. It's Neutral Hotel. I can only defend it so much, though, because I agree with you. <laughs> it's, you know, I was listening to it. I was like, I, where the fuck does this mean? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I w almost went on, like, song meanings just to see what other people would think the lyrics mean. But, you know, it's just going to be like. Oh, I would love to do that. It's I'm going to do that. It's fun. I'm going to do that after this. I love or we can do it now. Shit. Like, what, what do people think that album has in terms of meaning? Like what the lyrics mean and everything, right? Like uh, just because some of it's just like what's happening and like, but you know, I like the first two tracks on the record too. I really like those tracks and yeah. like them together. Um, but you know, they're sad, like and daddy and trash and mom drinks, and I was like, oh, like you know, I, I feel like they get you because you're like, this is maybe about something, <laughs> and then as it goes on, you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. but then you're sort of like you're you're all consumed in it. Then when it's over, you're like, well, okay. Yeah. Am I a new person? <laughs> I think it's, it's like a, it's a weird, yeah, I don't know. I stick with what I said earlier. I think it's just, it's people 
lyrically, right? Musically, yeah, I agree with you. It was like pretty interesting to listen to. But lyrically, it's just people that think that just just anything you spew, it's like stream of consciousness, you know? Yeah. And that the stream of consciousness isn't creativity, you know? It's what you do if you're going to use that, if you're going to employ that. It's what you do with that that counts. It's not just spewing it, you know? That's literally right. like taking a dump. It's like literally that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just dump and then music and then sell an album. And it's like not not that necessarily for this album but that's the kind of vibe i got you yeah. know it's people that ju- they have like this weird and arrogance. people do that yeah like yeah. i said look it's it's the remake of where the uh, the movie uh, version of where the wild things are it's it's swiss army man it's people that just have this weird arrogance about making shit it's like manufactured to seem thoughtful exactly and like an- another band that had records coming out around this time which like they've since i think transcended into thoughtless and whatever but their music is not very good, but I was deeply connected to at the same time is a band called Alkaline Trio. <laughs> and they uh, are, you know, saying about being alcoholics, by be- about being heroin addicts, about just heartbreak and drowning it with more alcohol. And the lyrics are actually very good while the music mm-hmm. itself is garbage, ho- very yeah. bad. Mm. So anytime I'd be like, I like them people, any anyone with a discerning ear would be like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, what are you saying to me? I'm like, just let it. That, you know and but like they should take this music and fuse it somebody should fuse it for me so yeah. i can listen to yeah. good music and good lyrics at the that same be, time that could be sunday albino dick yeah thank you yes. you raise a good point though because some of this i think and especially with music it comes down to kind of collaboration and people being willing to collaborate and it's like you got to put your ego aside and be willing to look and see where you are lacking so that you can you know approach work with people who make up for that you know who are more than capable and talented at the thing that you're weak at and when that comes together that's when you that's when like good things come you know so you're saying everybody should be fleetwood mac uh (laughs) they they hated each other but they collaborated well yeah yeah Yeah, oh i didn't know they hated each other oh well they didn't but they were all dating and broke up and then continued to work together and then produced some of the best records that have ever been created but see that's the point you gotta put your ego aside and And, then tried things you know and the thing with this kind of well, bro, right? The kind yeah, of person yeah, that makes this art, art is bro. that they are art so egocentric, and you can see it, you know. And it's and it's off putting. It's well, like, that, that, I, well that, you know, go play in your own. Yeah, um, I don't care. You know, that's what you want to do. Go I for it. I wonder about the guy, right? Because he did disappear, but did he disappear because he really didn't want to deal with the spotlight, or did he disappear or, for more attention? Of course, he yeah. disappeared for more attention, man. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you that's, know, that's, come on. That's what that's what I want to concentrate on just for a few seconds here, for a few minutes here. So Jeff, the Neutral Milk Hotel guy, he re- he releases his record. He he kind of disappears. People kind of sort of bug him about it, but his reputation grows because he doesn't do anything. Lauren Hill releases her record. Doesn't really go away, but also doesn't really record. And people get on her about her religion, about her having children about all of these things getting in the way of, of them expecting another record out of her. Like she was encouraged to get an abortion rather than... She has a song about that in the album. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's mm. that's the impetus for for the miseducation of Lauren Hill, a lot of, a lot of the record, a lot of the songs on that record. And then she ended up having like five or six kids 
in total. God, too many. Children. Yeah, that's a lot of kids. <laughs> well, somebody's got to have them. Someone's you know? got no to have them. No one has to have six children. Hey, if they want to, I'm not having none. So somebody got to pick up the we, slack. The world is overpopulated. <laughs> well, as it is. You think somebody should have six children? Yo, the entire world, if it was like this, like built like Manhattan, could fit inside of Texas. Everybody. There's no overpopulation. I There's don't want to fit into Texas with oh, yeah, everybody. I Texas okay, doesn't want look, to fit in. Have with you ever thought about the apocalypse in New York City and trying to get off that island? All right, I don't want I any more people. Lot. Yeah, I mean, six it, kids is way too fucking many. It's, it's basically <laughs> Iron Legend. Yeah. But she's not having them in New York, right? Where she Who cares where she's having them? They could they moved to New York, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> they probably do. Um, but <laughs> all right, all right. But like, <laughs> is there? Is there a difference with how male and female artists are 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 pressured? Because Always. no one no one said to Lauren Hill that she can just go away and it's fine and she can go live her life. They're like, no, you have to keep making music for us. But that didn't happen with Neutral Milk Hotel. Now the the sales volumes are quite different. As, as yeah, nobody pressured them to make another album. They were like, you know what? This is cool, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is good, bro. Well, Neutral Milk Hotel also wasn't mainstream at any point. They w- right, right. You know, they, I mean, and like it, it became a cult, and it was still yeah. a cult. Like as as many people listen to it now are like may still be like one twelfth of the amount of records that yeah that Lauren Hill sold. And Lauren Hill record. also you know was in the F- Fugees, and I mean she had all this shit, so she already yeah, had a, 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 a spotlight on her. Yeah, well, yeah. Whereas this guy, people were like. They didn't care about his first record. I mean, they thought it was okay. I can't remember what it's called right now, but there's yeah. a record before this record, and then, you know, they were like, "Ah, that's fine." And then he came out with this one. They were like, "This is pretty good," but not not everybody loved it. And then it was just like, right when as new people started listening to it, I think it generated the the buzz, and then he became more popular than even when he was active. Oh so, ab- yeah, way way more popular because he like it only yeah. sold like five thousand copies in its first run. Right, so it's like. Maybe I mean, with cult stuff, it's easier. I mean, it's maybe like a better career choice to just not be as prolific should, as when you're like mainstream. Do you think I should quit doing comedy for like a All year? Right. Should I just you disappear? Ask me this, like every <laughs> month. And I could, do, if I disappeared, do you, you think anybody would care? I would care. Didn't I just tell you when no, you No, but I mean, in? like, for my career. <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't make a body of work. You can't go tell dick anything. jokes. Yeah. You can't go tell dick jokes one night <laughs> at the pair and then disappear and go yeah. like, "Why is no one looking for me?" I just like, created where's your, my. Where's your half hour at QED? Then, then you can disappear. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta make something weird and then then disappear. Then disappear. Yeah, I'll make something weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I I, I want to play a, a clip from. Um, this education to Lauren Hill. Um, did I derail that question? No, not yeah. a bit. I, I mean, if she said you <laughs> did. <laughs> no, not if you did, I mean, it doesn't matter because the point is to <laughs> is to stir discussion. And if discussion is, as long as we're not sitting here silent. Could yeah. I try to answer the question? Just yeah, go okay, for it. Out of respect to you and to hear my own voice. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, I do think it's different for women and men. Um, like, I guess an example I think about is Crystal Castles. And there was like a... a sexual assault scandal between the two band members you know she yeah. was much younger he was an older producer whatever and like you know she's kind of trying to disappear a little bit and you know obviously has left crystal castles and has been replaced but um you know i feel like that wasn't really high there wasn't too much attention on there, there was no like out as much outrage for her 
or or whatever and like well we're gonna resolve this and it's like that's an i'm doing this because this is like an indie band you know in a way and i do think i do think people for whatever reason celebrate men's horseshit more i mean i'm not one of these people who's like picketing against men because i love dick but i you know i'll do but i mean you know all on record yeah, loving dick. Yeah, I've, yeah. Said it, I've said it before. You yeah. said what? You love, I love dick? dick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, well <laughs> I've met your boyfriend. He's 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 very lovely, and I'm sure he has nice dick. Lovely. So. He has a huge yes. dick. He got big ass Russian dick. I don't want to know that about dad. <laughs> <laughs> I say it every chance <gasps> I get. I'm so glad you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> the minute anybody says anything about Gene, I'm like, oh, Gene, big old dick. Big Hell old, yeah. Big old he's Russian. Great. He's got dick. big dick energy. He does. He, he's and great. he's got the dick to back it up. Yeah. That's that's the one thing that I don't like about the the big dick energy um thing is that most of them don't have big. Dicks. Most of them don't have big dicks yeah. to back it up. Yeah. Well, he's like you know, he's like a sweet guy. He's like he sweet is. and yeah. smart. And he's a cancer. Great. He's amazing. And could you take a clip? Take this clip so I could share that with him. Absolutely. Okay, yes. Why? Absolutely. Uh, just so he knows that I was thinking about him. Yeah. Oh, Christ. As soon as the audio is available, I will. I will cut. Why don't you, you write a fucking record? Okay, <laughs> maybe I will with a, with a ukulele. All, all right. about Gene's dick. Hey, don't you tempt me, because that actually sounds like a really good idea. Oh my god, this probably. Okay, I might write that down. Yeah, <laughs> you could call it in an aeroplane over Gene's <laughs> dick. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, I could see the album art cover too. It could just be one of those like uh, you know f- cornfield alien signs, you know but in the shape of a big dick you know and like an airplane flying like over Lauren it Hill could be standing next to <laughs> yeah. it what are those called crop crop, crop circles circle. yeah, yeah just a big dick just crop big circle dick crop airplane circle. over it um and just me you know down there you just and lauren hill with a torch yes me and her six babies <laughs> lauren hill's gonna be lost walking around the cornfield somewhere yeah. i'm down with that yeah cool <laughs> all right Thanks, Kevin. There are so <laughs> many, so many episode titles. I'm gonna have like five titles for this episode. Well, I think with men and women, though, uh, you th- what? What are you saying though? You're saying like women get men get celebrated more? No, I I think that I, what I'm saying is that I think that he gets a pass a little bit because like for a man to just sort of like romantically disappear is uh-huh. is kind of a thing that betray is, his fans yeah, yeah is kind of a thing that that is expected in, in the culture like <laughs> men kind of like there there is like definitely like a type of guy that just does one thing and then disappears or or has no records like daniel johnston where like he has like a bunch of weird songs and like he develops a cult Mazzy Star kind of does that, but yeah. Mazzy Star a little bit. Yeah, but Star, like, yeah that's her whole persona. She's yeah. like, she's like, I'm in the darkness. Yeah, and then she's out. I don't really enjoy <laughs> Mazzy Star, away. but like, okay. but like, she doesn't. But they don't have like, like Mazzy Star doesn't have like a classic record. Like I, 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 yeah. I had that. Yeah, right. That one they did, whatever it was called, she hangs brightly, and it like it had like two good songs and. Yeah. I think no dude, dudes just it. tend to disappear more in general. I think that's what yeah. it is. Cause it's in keeping with people's expectations yeah. about men. Yeah. It's you know, like they're, they're, they're her- they r- men are more likely to be like hermits, yeah. you know, or yeah. roving weird old dudes all alone. Like, what is it? Yelling out their wanderlust. Windows. Yeah, you know, this wander. fucking. Yeah. Well, yeah. they don't got. They don't. There's have like to a whole song. What's that song? Um, Sister Golden Hair. It's all about this. The song is about a dude leaving a woman at the altar. There are so many. I songs tried about- to make it Sunday. Yeah. 
I got, I got dressed. depressed. Yeah. I got depressed. Yeah. So I decided I'll just wake up on Monday and I took off my fucking suit that yeah. I was going to get married. I'm like, oh my God. And the, but, yeah. but will you be there later when I come a, back? There's a whole genre. There's also this song, Heard It in a Love Song by the Marshall Tucker Band. Very, it's right around the same time. And it's, and it's about a guy that just serious just leaves women when they get too close to him and he's like that's just how i am sorry yeah <laughs> sorry bitch and it's yeah. a really good song but like it's like fuck you like yeah like well women just need to stop putting up with that shit you know what i'm saying yeah which is difficult because it's like every there's a crop of 20 year old women just coming in every fucking year just falling for the same there's, shit you yes, know what i mean exactly so it's like it's never gonna change <laughs> e- new crop comes in every year they're just like what i he no he loves yeah. me he's gonna he's text just me back sensitive yeah he's gonna yeah. text me back and like he can be a 55 year old like musician and she can just be 24 I feel like you're yeah. speaking from experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah 55 yeah oh. 55 is birthdays in march yeah Die, you know just so but, I, but i'm not 24 Kevin. but like i yeah i i've been some like sensitive older dudes that were yeah. like uh i i have to go now and i had Yes. Oh, the worst I'm is when they're sensitive and then they, but they're sensitive, but then they're just a fucking asshole, you know? Because yeah. well, they're yeah. just, yeah, sensitive older guys. There's a lot of issues. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. What are you going to do? I don't, I don't mean, you I don't fuck them and you leave them. That's what I you think do. it's great. You know, whatever. It's, it's good character development for women, right? We get nice and fucking salty. That's, that's when <laughs> we like, do. the good shit yeah. happens. Yeah. I like salty. it. I don't care. We get, we get nice and salty. We get yes. this weird, like, introspective depth to us, right? We don't give a fuck about it. We start compromising. We don't care about careers, right? Okay, Lauren Hill, right? In, don't this care. This is interesting. This is interesting because that's the, that's the stuff that we ascribe to the men that disappear. This, like, well, because we're paying Depth. too much attention to them, you know? Like, why don't you go... We got to look at ourselves. But you like, know, look but like to yourself women stick and around. See. Men can leave. Like, men are... Men leave in general. They don't always leave, but, like, men can leave. And I think these guys, like, um, Neutral Milk Hotel guy kind of left. And, <sighs> like, we are okay with that. He's the sensitive guy that left us. So he's a part of my abandonment issues. Perhaps he is. <laughs> Perhaps he is. I had a feeling this is coming down to this. <laughs> it, all, it all comes down to all, Kaepernick's abandonment It all circles back to me, okay? And, and my Absolutely. problems. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, God, this was so much fun. All right. Uh, Don't sound too enthused. No. No, this was. This was legitimately, like, yeah. really I think cool. Lauren Hill could have disappeared and have had that mystique. If she, she hadn't had been, if she hadn't just started saying crazy shit, that was yeah. it. You know, if she yeah. wants to go out and have kids, of course she can have kids. She right. can do whatever the fuck she wants, you know? So it's like, yeah, have your five kids and eat them too, you know? And it's like, right. she's Please just somewhere. Them. She wants to go stare out, <laughs> out, out, yeah. out into the ocean with her five children in tow, you know, and be have that life, you know? Yeah. That could have worked, but it was all the homophobic stuff, right? It was like the questions about this and that. That's kind of what. Didn't she also try to steal something from a store? Yeah, I'm telling you, this bitch went crazy. Yeah, yeah. she, she was crazy. Well, a lot of celebrities like, second, like to steal. Yeah, you know? yeah that's <laughs> not that's not unusual. All right, uh, you guys, this really has been a really fun episode, but we do got to wrap it up. Um, no, <laughs> sorry, I'll just we sit don't, here and talk all day. We don't have to, but we do. <laughs> Unfortunately, we do because we don't live here. Um, <laughs> Damn it! All right, uh, Melissa, tell everyone um, in the audience where they can find you. I just go to my website, uh, melissadiazcomedy.com, and uh, I have a, you know, a show calendar there and videos and stuff. You can sign up for my mailing list if awesome. you feel like it. Yeah, it's all there. Just go there. And your social media? 
It's all there. It's all on the right. website. Yeah, everything is just it's Melissa, Diaz, Ma- Melissa Diaz, Diaz comedy. And you can find me on social media with that Melissa Diaz comedy. Same oh, thing. right on. Yeah, all of it. Catherine, what about you? Where can I, find you? I my I like my Instagram the most, so I would start there. Um, <laughs> it is ew. That is I don't say ew right. I don't say it so people understand it. Ew, like ew, like gross. So it's ew spelled e w girl you nasty yeah. all spelled out it's also you girl you nasty.com oh you have the dot com that's i awesome. have a dot com nice yeah nice. so uh good tiago macklin built my website shout out good good guy good comic oh, oh he yeah builds websites? he builds websites oh, nice. he i'll, be- have, I'll he, yeah. have to contact him I, I need a new website he had to stare at 18 pictures of me sitting in noodles for a month so <laughs> he's been scarred for life yes. so he is a good person <laughs> shout out to him you girl you nasty that's awesome. it that's me Wonderful. You guys, uh, I am Gina Bloom, and you can find me on all social media at Gina Bloom, J-E-E-N-A-B-L-O-O-M. I uh, have a website. It is not currently up because I look. I need a new person to remaster it, so I'll be... I'll give him a call. I've met him. Um, and you can find me here at More Banana at the Sweet, A Lady's Guide to Bro Culture. Uh, this has been a great episode. Oh, my God. Uh, I usually have a tagline that I pull from whatever we're talking about. But I don't think anything can top the magic that we had, that we that we came up with today, that my <laughs> guests came up with today. I had very little to do with it. In uh, Sunday albino cock? Sunday albino <laughs> cock. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, told, I, I blinked on it. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> have a happy Sunday albino cock. Yay.